Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Guys, this is your three terrible gamers here with your host Sebastian, uh, also known as Coalfish. And then I'd like to introduce uh, the co hosts, Ashton and Colin. Hey, guys. Hey, what's going on today? And today we're going to kick it off with a little bit of your favorite handhelds. Uh, what do you think, Ashton, about what's your favorite handheld? My favorite handheld of all time is the Game Boy Advance SP. I love clamshell design and just all the games that was on it. I have so much nostalgia for that system. Me and my brother, we'd always play and share games. And we'd always play a lot of, like we talked about last week, Super Mario World. Yeah, I was about to say, that's one of the ones that are compatible with the GameCube, ain't it? Like the game itself. Yes. yeah, it is. And uh, along with, I believe, Four Swords Adventures or Four Swords, something like that. Wow, nice. All right, what about you, Colin? What's your favorite handheld? My favorite handheld for nostalgia purposes would definitely be the Game Boy Advance. I, I didn't really, I never got the SP. Like, Colby had it and, you know, I just, I just never did really enjoy it. Like I said, I like my OG Game Boy Advanced, and that's pretty much it. Now, in you know current times, I'd much rather have to switch when it's in handheld mode compared to that. Now, the Advance, I had the original Advance as well, but when I got my SP, for some reason, my mom made me get rid of my Advance. She said I didn't need both, but I hated that, and I still hate that, and I want my Advance back, but it's gone. Nice. <laughs> It's, it's not like you could elect any of your consoles or anything. Yeah. Alright. miss it. <laughs> well, I was about to say, my favorite handheld, strictly because of the amount of times I played compared to, like, either the Game Boy, Switch, or anything like that, was my 3DS. Because I played on the DS a little, but I mainly played on the 3DS because I played this Pokemon on, I think it was like XY or something like that. Because I played it for all day, every day. (laughs) I like the 3DS. I played a lot of 3DS games. You'll hear more about my 3DS days later, but yeah, it was a good system. Yeah, I never did play the 3DS. I always played the – I got the 2DS instead since it was cheaper. Yeah. Then yeah, well, hold up. Yeah, I was about to say, I got my 3DS, Colin. If next time I see you, I'll let you I'll, – I'll give you a bunch of games and let you play it. 
I still haven't even played Ocarina of Time since Ashen got it for me on the system just because right oh. around whenever I started moving and everything else, so I just haven't got to sit down and play it yet. You don't well, even have to buy the games. I can mod it and get you the games. I, I mean, I've done it to mine. <laughs> yeah. All right. Now, let's swing it back more towards favorite games. What were your favorite handheld games? My favorite <laughs> handheld game was Mario Kart 7 on the 3DS. I told you you'd hear more about it, but I love that game. Just the 3DS, it was a handheld, but it had the power to be more of a home console type, you know. It had home console type games, I guess. Mario Kart 7 was a huge game to be on a handheld, and I just loved playing it. It was so much fun. I beat it 100% of it. <laughs> yeah, I would say I played a lot of Mario Kart as well on my 3DS. I mean, it was a pretty good game, but it's not my favorite. One of my favorite 3DS games is more towards the, uh, I'm pretty sure it was called Boomerang. And literally, you had these different style Boomerangs that would switch and were irrechangeable throughout the gameplay. And uh, they all had like different perks or like different abilities, you know. And you had to go through and battle things and get towards the end of a map, kind of like your quote-unquote Mario, as you would travel through the levels. Right. But so, I will say, I never got to beat the game because I could never beat the boss. Because <laughs> there's a uh, there's an Easter egg in the game, which is supposed to help you beat the boss. And I, I could never find the Easter egg. I literally played around so much uh, and i glitched out the game several times trying to find it did you look up any guides no because i never went back to like think about because this is this is like probably my fifth grade year and mom really didn't let me mess with her computer unless it was for school work <laughs> uh, yeah what about you colin what's your favorite handheld game man my favorite handheld game well, I mean, I pretty much we've already gone over my handheld games pretty much in the last two weeks with Super Mario World Advanced and then Breath of the Wild, obviously. But I decided to choose a third option since we've already talked about those two titles quite a bit on here. And I'm going to go with Super Mario Maker. Wow. I actually didn't. I actually completely forgot about that game, if I'm honest with you. Yeah, no, I mean, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I mean, growing up playing Mario and obviously got into Zelda in the later years, but, you know, growing up playing Mario and then having all these different options of gameplays, you know, difficulties, different, you know, level designs, even, you know, making your own levels was just a new thing to the ballgame for it. And, I mean, I prefer going there and, you know, cussing out the system because I can't get past an expert level on the first two tries. <laughs> well, I will say, I thought it was a great thing when they made in it, uh, when they made it to where you could create your own levels, especially on a handheld device, because that takes so much extra work, but they made it possible. Because they could have just said, "Screw it, y'all get the game, and that's it. You don't get to, you don't get to touch anything, you don't get to edit anything. It's it." Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. still waiting on a Zelda Maker. <laughs> now they kind of touched on it in Link's Awakening remake. You know, they had a you can know, design your own dungeons, but it, 
levels from current dungeons you can't really make your own dungeon from scratch so i'm still waiting on that that would honestly be pretty cool but you have to think it would become so hard to create your own dungeon it because would you could yeah i'm about to say you could create it because you've played the game enough ash because i i know you've played through almost every zelda that i know of yeah and uh <laughs> So it, in my opinion, I think you would over create it. I would, I think you'd make it way too hard, and you'd get mad because you could not pass it. <laughs> oh, I'd pass it. Maybe I'd post it online. Other people could, but I could pass. <laughs> I'd find a way. Hey, we got a halfway live here. Sierra won't say it, but she said her favorite game, fourth terrible gamer of his podcast right now, is the uh, for handheld would be the micro Game Boy and the Donkey Kong game that came out on it. I actually, I know exactly what she's talking about. I have that game. I have the Donkey Kong. And, okay, it what made me so mad about it is that I could not get past the second level. I kid you not. I threw it. I threw my handheld across the room. But I'm, I'm uh, to be honest with you, I'm pretty sure the first time I lost and I got mad, I dropped it. It like straight dropped the, the, the handheld. And my mom asked me what was wrong with me. So I told her, I was like, you ever seen a monkey before? I was like, they get so irritating. <laughs> but uh, he was talk about the game boy marker i never had one i wanted one and if i'm not mistaken they have interchangeable faceplate yeah sierra's mouthing you in the background she said oh, she always beat it but she also knew about the micro you know because me and ashton we had no clue until sierra actually mentioned to us one day <laughs> yeah and I've, I've seen them online but yeah i never actually held one and played it I know I do know they're not backward compatible with Game Boy or Game Boy Color games like the Advance is. Yeah, no. I'm pretty sure I think Mimi and Dad might have one. Because hmm. they ha that's how I got to play it was because as Mimi had one. It was because she said she enjoyed it while she was playing college or whatever. Well, going through college. <laughs> <laughs> I, not while in class I'll, oh yeah <laughs> probably I don't know I don't know what type of student he was alright Colin what was your first handheld game my first handheld game yeah my first handheld game was Super Mario World Advanced what separated it from the SNES predecessor, hence the remake from last week, was the fact that you could switch between Mario and Luigi. Mm -hmm. Did you like Luigi? Are you a Luigi guy? I am a Luigi guy, just because growing up, my favorite color was green. So, okay, okay, color scheme better. Hence, if you haven't noticed, all my favorite sports teams have a green tint to them in some way, shape, or form as well. Yeah. yeah. I can see and Luigi that. jumped I, I, higher. Yes, Luigi could jump higher on there as well. So it not only helped on normal jumps, but you know, whenever you mm. decide to take off flying on your flying cape, you could fly forever too. That's because he's taller and he's like he's like the 
brother that no one really wants but is necessary to have. Oh, yeah, and especially in today. I mean, like today's titles and everything else because he's pretty much ever since – I'm not going to say that title, but the Mario Bros. on the Wii, he's pretty much been an interchangeable force since then. Yeah. Uh, but I will say Luigi's Mansion. Uh, th- those are some pretty good games, and they don't even really include Mario play at all. No, so I actually enjoy like the original Luigi Mansion. It was I, I enjoyed it a lot. It's my favorite one out of the three, but three is better than two. I'll say. Yeah, but two. I held. Yeah, yeah. It's also on the three DS. So. If I if I'm not wrong, I think I have the original Luigi Mansion for the GameCube. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm pretty sure I have it. I know I do. Well, it's it's been no, forever. you don't. No, I get back to Ashton after. Yeah, I'll say no, you don't. <laughs> Ashton, what's your first game ever played? Handheld game. My first handheld game ever played was Tetris on the original Game Boy. And the only reason, obviously, the original Game Boy was way before my time. But my dad, he had it when he was in Egypt in the Army, and he played Tetris, so he gave it to me when he came back. And I love playing that game. I was actually playing it last night, and then still the music makes me so sad. I don't know why. I, mean, I, do, I know why, but I'm not going to explain it on here. It makes me so sad. But I just, it's a fun game. Everybody plays Tetris. Nice. I, I was about to say, Tetris was was an okay game, but I never really got into it. I, I that was just a puzzle game. Shoot, I still want yeah. to play the Tetris 99 on there. <laughs> yeah, it's fun playing Tetris 99. They, yeah, they should have play, made it like Tetris 69 instead. It would have been way better. <laughs> I'll, I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. <laughs> They did right. have Mario 35. Yeah. yeah. But they discontinued it. It was a fun game. I wish they had left it. I don't know why they discontinued games. Like, especially after you know they've already been released. Why not? It, it, it's out there. Just leave it out there. You know? Maybe they'll bring it back sometime, but you'll have to pay for it. Maybe that's why. Guaranteed. Uh, maybe. Nintendo's gone to Nintendo. Mm-hmm. And they deserve it. I mean, they make good games. I don't care to pay for them. Nah, but sometimes things are expensive, and I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, you, never, you never see a Nintendo title drop below uh, forty dollars, like forty bucks. Yeah, yeah I was about to say forty, 40 bucks yeah. across the board. <laughs> the remakes, so... the remasters, usually sixty dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was about to say. I was literally just about to bring up about how the remakes are always is like fifty nine ninety nine. Full price. Yep. <laughs> it's like it's like you got to pay more for the remake just because they were like, "Yeah, I did this. How you feel about it? We've done all this work. You're gonna pay for it." Even though half of it, we just pulled the port and then just build up from the rest of it. Yeah, and that's right. <laughs> <laughs> okay guys now the next topic is a little bit more challenging to kind of do because you have game boy 
versus DS versus the Switch with the pros and cons and the moderation and the compatibility for your type of gameplay. So everyone might have a different answer. But how do you rank them, Ashton? In and, order and of- from, from my favorite, personally, you got to go with the Switch up top because it's the more modern. You have so many games, but you don't have Game Boy games on it. So second for me would be the Game Boy, surprisingly, because I'll all the Game Boys, Game Boy, Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advance, I just played them more than I did the DS line. I didn't have a DS or a DSi. I did have a 3DS, but I didn't get it into them as much. So that's how I would rank them personally. Okay, and then while you're on that and you have the ranking, tell me what the pros and cons are from the comparisons. You know, like, for instance, the Switch, you have a way bigger screen than the Game Boy, you know? Pros yeah. and cons like that. Get, why don't you touch on that, on your opinion? Because I, I'm sure we're all going to have some of the same, but uh, very different as well. Well, the pros on the Switch are it's hybrid. You can play it on TV. You can play it in handheld, which is awesome. I love it. Cons, it's to today's standards, it's a weak system. It's not as powerful as the current gen. Other systems like the Xbox One or the PS4, especially not powerful towards the Series X or the PS5. So in power, that's a con for me for the Switch. And Cons for the DS. We are very pleased to announce our super new sponsor, Marvel Strike Force. Marvel Strike Force is a mobile squad RPG that allows you to battle with your favorite team of superheroes and supervillains in a fight to save the universe against threats like Doctor Doom and Apocalypse. Your goal is to power up your favorite characters to complete missions, unlock gear and other resources, and beat other players in PvP modes such as Alliance Wars and Arena. New ways to battle with your roster are released regularly, and the meta is always evolving along with campaigns, blitz, and arena. There's also Alliance War, a massive weekly alliance battle, raids, and cosmic crucible, where you go head-to-head against other players in a tournament. Marvel Strike Force are enjoying their six-year anniversary. You know what that means. Free stuff, just for signing up via our unique link in the description. The anniversary consists of weekly events and bonuses. If you complete each event, you can receive special rewards and skins. Make sure to log in each day and each week to take advantage of all the new characters that are being released specifically for this event. This will be Marvel Strike Force's most generous event to date, so don't miss out. We have received a unique promo code for every new user. Please follow our link in the description and use the promo code MAXPOOL. Once again, thank you so much to Marvel Strike Force for sponsoring today's episode. At Highland, we're all about celebrating little wins and little ways to innovate digital processes. There's no customer pain point too small for us to help with. Maybe that's why more than half of the Fortune 100 looks to Highland to connect their content and data, improve processes, and turn little efficiencies into big wins for their customers and clients. Highland, intelligent content solutions for innovators everywhere at highland.com. I didn't really have one, but I played them. I love the dual screen, but I know some cons are some games didn't really take advantage of both screens. 
like the bottom screen a lot of times was useless yeah. in some games and while the top screen you, you know you just played on it so that's some cons some pros is the dual screen was pretty cool when they used it you know you could use it for a map you could use it for different items and zelda games i did not like the zelda games on the ds because you use the stylus to control link which i think sucked i'd rather use mm. the d-pad yep even though both of those were the uh predecessors to wind waker as well the sequels mm-hmm. yes they were sequels to wind waker which i would love to play them but i just can't do the stylus thing i don't like that and the Game Boy, the whole Game Boy line, I'm not going to touch on just one generation. The whole Game Boy line, Pros would, would be, you know, it's the some of the first handheld games, you know, system, game system. So it was a mind-blowing thing to have a game in your hand and not on a TV. And it's just pretty cool that way but pros those are the pros cons for the game boys the battery life wasn't the best on any yeah, generations it was, <laughs> it was pretty rough yeah You'd be and up like to the maybe SP, an hour and a half in yeah and up to the sp from the game boy to the advance you had to have double a batteries the sp was the one that introduced rechargeable battery and that double A's get expensive if you're running through them playing Tetris or, you know, Sir Mario World or something, you know. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I still, I'm still using double A batteries on my Switch just because I prefer to have an actual controller than the actual thing that they gave you with the Switch. <laughs> yeah. But my Pro Controllers are the official ones, so they are rechargeable. But I know you have – what is it, Power A? I think Power A, it's whichever one has a Zelda design on it. Yeah, I think it's Power A. Which Power A make good controllers, too. Yeah. Buy batteries for them. Well, probably pretty Wait. much turn into like a, a Nintendo podcast because all of our handouts <clears throat> so far has been Nintendo. Really. Not one of us has ever mentioned the PSP or anything. Uh, I've never that's played coming the PSP. Later. Yeah, I've never played the PSP. If we get to the topic but- later, it's coming for me. All right, but hold on. I have to say something. Kong, how did your pro controller go dead when you can't get docked? If you dock, you know Sierra is whipping you. It's a fact. Sierra is straight pulling out her whip and bending you over and smacking you. I don't need a whip anymore. Oh, she uses her hand. She says she gets up in her hand. She's already trained. She don't use the whip anymore. Already broke. You don't have to. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> okay, Colin. Rank the hand systems from Game Boy, DS, and Switch. Which ones? I'm going to go with Switch for overall capabilities and titles, just because obviously you can go back and get any old title you want with the Switch. While the Game Boy is still stuck on uh, everything else. Now, how you got, well, how you was with the PSP, I technically never played. I mean, yeah, I said I had the 2DS, but as far as the actual DSs go, that's the only one I ever had. I mean, I've seen other people play it around me, but I just never really did get into it. And like I said, I really haven't played that 2DS all that much. So I don't really have much to say for the DS because I, I'm not the one to 
be able to judge it because, like I said, I never really did play them. Because by the time I got the 2DS, I already had, you know, a bunch of normal consoles to play. Then that's what I always chose to play over top of handhelds. So for the DS, it has to go last for me just because, like I said, I, I can't really say much on topic on it. And then the Game Boy series with the Advanced, I played an SP because Ashton had it. My brother had one. So, I mean, that. And But for me, the Game Boy Advance, the reason why it comes in number two is because if it was any type of anything other than daylight outside, you had to attach that little stupid light on top and then so you could see to play. You could see the screen. <clears throat> because it was, the, okay, the screen was so dim. It really was like, because trying to sneak, point. yeah, trying to sneak to play that game while people are asleep, the hardest thing to do. <laughs> well, the hardest thing you do is turn it on while someone's asleep because it's louder than turn on an Xbox or a PlayStation in today's time. <laughs> yeah, I was about to yeah. say it, it has that little music. What is it? Ding, 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 or something like that. Yeah, the switch is quiet to turn on. I mean, yeah, you gotta hit the same button three times, but that ain't that loud. But yeah, that Game Boy, it's like a yeah. I was about to say, <laughs> turn it. Colin on. knows about the button because he's like, I gotta watch for Sierra, make sure she don't come in here. <laughs> hey, I got it. Okay, getting gaming when I can. <laughs> right. Understandable. Understandable. Well, personally, oh, now I might be a good gamer if she let me play more. <laughs> no, terrible, there's, terrible. there's definitely no hope in that, Colin. <laughs> she she would whip you down before you thought about becoming a good gamer. Uh, Just a quick shout out. Uh, Colin's wife, Sierra, is her nickname is C-Nuts. You have to call her C-Nuts in any comments or anything that y'all want to talk about her. <laughs> That is true because she loves that name so much. She's in. Uh, it's it's her destiny to become sea nuts. She's the nuts of the sea. <laughs> that lives by the sea. Yeah, lives by the sea now. Well, yeah. as I was going to say, uh, personally, the Switch is ranked number one, and uh, the one of the reasons it's ranked number one for me is because I'm more of a console player. So the ability for me to go from handout so I can go take a dump because <laughs> I get some I get some mean dumps my stomach be rolling so <laughs> you said so now you plant and with it hooked up like a console and you're like oh no I got a feeling oh wait it's coming out so then you're rushing to the bathroom with the handheld in your hand it's it's way better than just being able to sit up as a console. So it's one of my best like favorite features because it has a longer battery life than than what I remember on the DS and uh, on the Game Boy. Oh, but yeah. mine's a little bit different than y'all's on the number two. I'm saying the DS because I played the 3DS so much more. I I only played like four or five games repeatedly. Like I tried other games, but I only played four or five of them repeatedly, just switching them out. But there was definitely a hundred percent a con to where uh, when this is at the time when I was supposed to be having glasses, when I turned the 3DS all the way up, 
all. Sometimes I would get a migraine because the game was not meant to be 3D, but I did it anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so definitely, I swear, I think I did more damage to my eyes than I did to fix it. Holding the DS like two inches away. And I hated the stylus. I, there were some games I tried to play with the stylus. I hated the stylus on NEDS. It just wasn't my thing, you know? Yeah, a couple of games just utilized that as well. Like, that was the core function of the gaming. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, you can't make your game depend off some. Dude, I lost mine several times. I had to go buy new ones all the time. Because I, yeah, I just, they were easy to I, lose. I hated stylus. Yeah, because they slid out. Because I guess mm-hmm. mine was just hollowed out, I swear. It's like someone ran through my DS, and that sucker did not stick in there. It slid out like a hot dog down a hallway. Terrible. <laughs> oh, now, on the Game Boy, it's last, but it, it was a good system. I just I just got more into the DS. And one of the cons about the, the uh, Game Boy... I said, was the lighting. Some of them were so dim, even even after they got the backlight up onto them. It still wasn't that good of a gameplay for me. I don't know if I was just too blind to actually play the Game Boy or what, but it was terrible because I would always try to sneak it at night or something like that. And, you know, I'd switch it on and loud noise i'm sitting there waiting to c- come and get smacked upside the head because of the music but then i was like oh they can't see the light and neither can i so at the time i had to like play whatever level or of any game i was on like five or six different times because i could not see the full screen and that's why you couldn't beat donkey kong no donkey kong i tried it i the day i got it i literally tried it for like four hours straight and did not it went nowhere (laughs) I just don't know if I just couldn't pick up on the patterns because Donkey Kong is based off of pattern based style play we discussed last week any older game really is pattern based period Yeah, I mean even if you truly think about a lot of the newer ones maybe not uh, so much like open world yeah I was about to say your big open world games even have pattern based programs inside of them. Like if you're fighting a boss or if you're fighting a uh, just a commentary or anything like that, it's it's always pattern based because their attacks are like on a repeat of this set schedule, you know. But uh, what is your favorite multiple? platform game mine is rocket league dead by daylight and warframe you play dead by daylight i've played it i played it with you guys at ashton's house before but as far as owning it no i haven't owned it but the time that we was playing it i absolutely enjoyed it and i mean i'm in the horror movies anything so i mean that's basically what that game is you're just playing a horror movie out yeah, but why didn't I know? I literally just recently got Dead by Daylight back onto the Switch. It's on the Switch. I had it. Yeah, I had it on. Yeah, oh yeah, it's on sale right now. It's on a huge sale. Okay, I might actually download and play with you guys then. Yeah, yeah. I I was literally I told Ashton about it because where I bought it, he can 
he can kind of cheat the system and get it, you know, because <laughs> my profile is on his switch. But so we're doing the same thing. Yeah, yeah. But so it, I love that game on Xbox. But coming back over around to the Switch, I'm gonna I'm interested to see how it plays. You know. Oh yeah, my Rocket League is probably my top one on there. I mean, I know there's Fortnite too, and you know everything else. But Rocket League to me, that was. I mean, I played it well before Fortnite came out and I just always enjoyed the idea of having a car and then hitting a big old gigantic ball and trying to score goals on people. You know, you like to run into balls. Big ones. <laughs> like the him in the hole was every difference. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I'm just gonna say this. I don't think I don't consider a Fortnite a good game to compare to because uh, the only handheld that I know you can play it off of is like a phone, and that I don't, I don't like that. You know, it's not. It's still a gaming, technically handheld, but I don't consider it a true handheld, a phone. You know. Oh no, no, it's it's not. I mean, yeah, you can play certain games on there. I mean, pretty much any uh, you versus a hundred type of situation game, Fortnite, Apex, PUBG. You know, any games along those bases, you can. Which, I mean, they recently oh, yeah. Call of Duty and I think Diablo as well. Yeah, but they, to be honest, I mean, even on your phone now, if if I guess you could consider it a quote-unquote handheld if yeah, you're using, like, some of the packages that they have that you can add on to your phone. Oh, yeah. That makes them like a controller. At this point, you can even get emulators for your phone, too, so it's not that far of a stretch calling your phone a console anymore. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's it's because of how much technology has advanced, man. It's wild. Okay, uh, let's get back to our topic. Ashton, what is your favorite multiple-platformed game? Well, I didn't know he was going into the modern, but I, I had a, uh, you know, older game. Collins played this with me. My favorite multiple platform game, handheld and console, is Ben 10 Protector of Earth for the PS2 and the PSP. That's the two systems I played it on. It was I've so never much fun. played it on the PSP. I never knew it, it existed. It's the exact same game. You know, sometimes they nerf the handheld version, but no, it was the exact same game as it was on the PS2, and it was so much fun. Being able to play it on both and compare my progress between the two. I mean, at that point, any of us could have been boring and, you know, brought up any Madden or 2K was cross-platform for the most part. Yeah. yeah. But, I mean, that's it's it's kind of a generic thing because it's always been, you know. Oh, yeah. Any console that exists, those, I mean, they try to get EA or 2K tries to get them out on. But, yeah, Ben 10, I didn't know it existed for the PSP. Yep. Sure. No, I didn't either. I'm not me. So it's you know one of those things where there was only two games I played on the PSP. Well, not counting Ashens, and that was Daxter. But there was on Colby's. There was always LA Midnight Club, which was a racing game, and then there was I think Madden Ten or NCAA Ten. One of those two. I had Madden Ten wow. as well on the PSP. That's a flashback. Two thousand and ten. That's been a while. <laughs> been 13 yeah. years on Madden standards. Yeah. Yep. It, it come out a year early. 
because the new Madden comes out, I believe, next week. Hey, guys. I think that's all the time we got for today. Uh, it's a whole nother topic that we're going to touch on next week. Check it out, out next Tuesday. It's going to drop. Uh, big shout out to Ashton. He's been doing a lot of the work. He's been going through ooh, and fixing our stuff right for YouTube and all of our platforms. Big shout out to Colin. Colin had, had some good ideas throughout the week. And uh, thanks for C-Nuts for chiming in this week. As a little kind of special guest mid-game. C-Nuts, you want to kind of say hi? You're welcome. Everyone will love me. Not really. I mean, we all kind of forced <laughs> ourselves to let you in here. You're not like a fourth terrible gamer. You're like three and a half terrible gamers. You're like a half. <laughs> if she was a little better, a little bit better at Call of Duty, you'd be you'd be right in there. I am the terrible gamer. <laughs> yeah, I, I about to say she's the legitimate terrible gamer. We're decent. It was rough. I suicide out of this. But that's probably about it. About it. Join in next time. Big shout out to our Instagram, Three Terrible Gamers. Go, go follow and everything. Go, go comment. You know, we'll answer back as soon as we can. Uh, but for that part, we're out. See you guys next week. Later, guys. Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.